Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Happy Wednesday, friend. How are you doing? Like, really? How are you? How's that calendar of yours looking? Have you been signing yourself up for things that you're not really excited about? Or, uh, you know, at the time, we're like, I can do it. Now you're like, what am I getting myself into? Or why did I say yes to that? Or you felt obligated. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. We got you. We have a solution. Um, Some scripts to share with you that I think will be really helpful. 100%. Before we get there, you know it. We got to share a review. We did receive another one. We still have our challenge. Um, 100 reviews by our 100th episode. Um, today's is titled Q Podcast um, from KB Hike 33. A chill coffee date with ladies who are in the thick of it like the rest of us. An uplifting podcast to listen to while you're doing the dishes, cleaning, or performing your daily tasks. You can hear their smiles, which makes you smile while you listen. Mission accomplished. Thank you very much for taking the time to leave that review for us. It goes a long way. And we can't wait to read yours next week. For sure. Okay. So where did this topic come from? So, you know, again, feeling obligated, calendars filling up, asking yourself, why did I say yes to this in the first place? Mm -hmm. This is how to say no nicely. If you're like us, you know, you want to be a good, kind human. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't want to say no, or you do, and you don't know how to do it in a nice way. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Or let let them down easy. (laughs) Yes. So a little backstory. I drove six hours by myself to uh, St. Louis this past weekend to attend a summit. And I had time, right? So I wanted to finish my audible book that I've been listening to called At Your Best by Carrie Newolf. And so this was, um, you know, part of, part of thriving and being at your best mm-hmm. is this is a, a strong piece of it, right? Like yeah, you need to say no to really understand and be clear of what you're saying yes to. Yeah, you can't be at your best if you don't give the time to yourself when you're giving it to others. Yes. If you're saying yes to somebody else's agenda uh-huh. or somebody else's to-dos before you even get to your own. I think it's Jen Hatmaker who says like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but can you, you can't always <laughs> say that in the yeah, moment yeah. of like, oh, hell no, I'm not committing to that, <laughs> yeah. right? So it was really helpful of how he literally provides this resource. It's at yourbesttoday.com is his website. And you can literally go there and download mm-hmm. what we're going to share with you today. Um, but I think the work that helps with starting, as we know, like, to be able to say no is understanding what, again, is a priority to you yes. in your life. So he provides like this cheat sheet worksheet that we're going to go through. But I want to give also a little context of like a, a scenario that you personally could th- could see yourself in. And I mean, I know I've been there. Yeah. So let's let's set the stage, right? You might be out for coffee. You might just run into somebody and the... You know, number not number one question, but a popular question is, hey, what do you got going on such and such weekend? Mm-hmm. So you open your phone because, hey, now we can't say like, oh, let me go check my calendar at home. Although our mom does say that because yeah. she does keep a, de- <laughs> she like does. a desk calendar and such. But you pull out your phone and let's say, again, this isn't like next week. Like this is even think like three months out mm-hmm. and you open up your calendar and what does it look like? 
typically there's nothing there so when you open it up you're like hmm, or you know basically the scenario kind of goes like you know I don't look like it doesn't seem like I have anything and then you like you know and Carrie is sharing this in his book of like his friend was asking him this like what do you got going on this day and so he looks at it and he like feels trapped like yeah, in that moment like because he feels obligated because his calendar actually looks oh. open. <laughs> but yeah. now, you know, he's like, great. Now what is my friend going to follow up with? Because actually, you know, it's an open weekend on his calendar and he's hoping to spend it with his family. But he actually never blocked that time off. That intentional time. Yes. And this goes back to the book we read of Indistractable where it's mm-hmm. time blocking. Like you can't call something a distraction unless you know it's it's distracting you from. So if yep. he had that set for family and he chose to do something else he can't call that a distraction because he didn't actually set it correct yes if it's in there he could honestly like uh, personally like I feel like only things I put on my calendar are like an actual like event right so like an appointment an event like a coffee date or you know a baby shower or you know whatever like there's so many different things that like those are things I put on my calendar because like oh I gotta show up somewhere like I gotta but, like, you're showing up for your family. Oh, like, you so know, good. like, I literally thought about that. Yeah. I was like, nope, okay. Like, it just made me reframe, like, again, what goes on my calendar and yeah. why. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll go through these, the the cheat sheet of, like, how to really think through this before you start to implement, you know, saying no to people, yeah. right? So the first question is, what are your greatest contributions to the organization that you're a part of? Now, again, could be work organization or your family or your family right exactly so like you know how are you going to be able to show up again at your best for for this for this organization your family your work this one i love what meetings will you no longer be a part of um or asked to be excused from Mm. this i can really relate to my manager current manager um, used to be a part of this meeting with a bunch of executives and top managers. And he just found that like most of the information that, you know, was shared could be sent in an email. And he's like, I, that's just not worth my time going to that meeting anymore. Like, you know, there's nothing that is crucial or that like I'm contributing to or big decisions that I need to be a part of there. So that is something he's like, I'm excusing myself from this because it can be served somewhere else. Oh, My time so can good. be used somewhere else. And because he's so clear, he oh, can say that so with confidence. Clear. Yes. Like, he's a time blocker for sure. You don't like talk yourself out of that. The next thing is which meetings will you shorten? So I like this too, because when I send him a request, I struggle with this a bit because I'm like, oh, should I do it for 30 minutes? Oh, what if that's not long enough? Uh, Maybe I'll do 45. But typically, the amount of time that you give something, Mm -hmm. you typically will use it. And again, my manager used to do like 30-minute meetings and actually like on the agenda would set it for 29 minutes because he wanted to give people that one-minute transition to get to their next thing. And like, there's no reason we should ever have to go over. Oh, wow. That's good. Okay. Next one. Um, how much or how much time each day will you devote to email and routine administrative tasks? That's so good. Huge, huge. Like I remember he, I, I've, I've heard statistics of like how people, how many like times they're distracted from emails or like that they keep their email open all day. And then I've heard from successful entrepreneurs and successful like 
top people that like, you know, they only check their email like three times a day and like once in the morning or Mm -hmm, afternoon mm -hmm. or even not until they've done their full morning routine and done something for themselves. Because again, do you, I mean, this used to be me. I used to check our MOD report at the end of the day before I went to bed. (laughs) Like, can I do anything about that? No. No. no, And that's like what I'm going to bed with, a bunch of problems. You know, everyone puts the problems on the MOD report. That's a manager on duty report. Um, And then even like, yeah, in the morning, as I'm getting ready, like before I've even had coffee, before I barely brush my teeth, before you barely thought about yourself, like you're remembering what you thought. That's what I used to do, Mm -hmm. you know? And exactly. Like we don't, yeah, we need to get, we need to be specific of when we're devoting that time. Yep. Because it can completely derail your oh, day if yeah. you're just always in your inbox. And again, you're responding to other people's needs yep. and tasks yep. Yep. instead of your own. And then the last question is, what other things can you eliminate that are not critical to your most important responsibilities? And, you know, I think this goes to, you know, whether it's at your in your home, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's eliminating TV, not yep. every night of the week, yep. but a couple of mm-hmm. nights. Or, you know, is it, again, email... The amount of emails that you check. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah, any of those. So those are, again, some really good questions just to really think through um, to have a better understanding of what you're going to say yes and what you're going to say no to. So we're going to move into some actual helpful verbiage. Again, you'll probably find this helpful to print this off yourself. Um, but it, like just to think through it and like which one kind of resonates with you. Um, the first one we want to share is titled, Maybe I'm Not the Right Person. And again, People might go to you because, you know, you're quick to respond. They trust you, whatever. But you just might not be the right person. You know your strengths. And um, this is a good response to it. So it would be, you know, hi, Jamie. I'm going to use Jamie. (laughs) Thank you for reaching out and for thinking of me. It's great to hear from you. Studying on a positive note, right? As much as I would love to connect with you, but I may not be the best person to meet with um, you personally. May I suggest you meet with X person who might be able to better assist you. I've copied him or her on this email. Hope this helps. I mean, how helpful is that? Like, mm-hmm. so you're saying no, essentially, but like you're saying it in a different way to say, and this is something we were coached on when I was at the athletic club to say, like, instead of saying, I can't do this, like, yep. here's what we can do. Yes. Okay. Like, I may not be the best person to meet with you, but here's somebody that I feel would be a good fit or, you know, mm-hmm. could help with your... Yeah, it's like you're acknowledging what they've asked yep. about you. You're acknowledging that... You appreciate you, yes. that they thought of you. And then, and then yeah, you're just going a step further and still trying to be helpful to some mm-hmm. level. Yeah. You're not just saying like, no, sorry, I can't do that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, that could be fitting for a work-related thing or for, yes. you know... Something that, like, I think of, like, our mother, you know, like, you know, I'd love to help babysit, but I'm actually going to go visit my mother this weekend. Here's, you know, whatever. Typically, I will say she, she... She will make it sound like she feels guilty. And, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of wanted to note that, too, that, yeah, you know, a lot of times I feel like we say, again, when yeah. I say yes out of obligation, it's because we feel guilty yes, if we say yes. no or that, you know. Or we feel like we're important yes. <laughs> and we want to feel needed. Yes. We like to feel it's needed. It's like a validation of like, yeah. oh, I am needed. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's so you true. You can always say mm-hmm. yes. Um, this one we both really resonate with, obviously. Um, and it's titled A Full Season. So, you know, full plate, full season, however you want to look at it. Thank you for reaching out and for thinking of me. It's great to hear from you. As much as I would love to connect with you, I have committed this next season to focusing on and investing in 
And here's where you'd insert a brief description of your choice, whether it's project, writing, family time. Mm -hmm. I apologize. I will not be able to meet with you personally. I'm sorry for any disappointment this may cause. I so appreciate your understanding. Thank you again for the thoughtful invitation. I mean, uh, that's like I also heard on another podcast or it was an audible book of like when you don't want to respond to late night texts or like when it's at like family time, you know, again, the way you respond is how you're teaching people to treat you. Yes. So like, Uh you know, you could say in the morning or the next day, like, thanks so much for reaching out. I, you know, I, I'm prioritizing family time at night, so I don't respond to texts or whatever between this time and this time, but I will get back to you the next day. And honestly, when you are, again, we're going to repeat this. Like when you are so clear about your priorities, like people respect that. Oh, yeah. I think it really oh, stops yeah. them in their tracks and says like, gosh, maybe I should really think through mm-hmm. my priorities because I'm too quick to say yes to things. Yeah. Right. And again, they're acknowledging like, I'm sorry for any disappointment this may yeah. cause. Like I, I see you. I, yeah, I, you know, I hear you. I hear you. But yeah. you know, again, I think oh, it's so good. So this next one is, Yes, it's acknowledging or saying, like, I have a full plate or season once again, but then goes further and says, here are some resources. Mm. So here it goes. Hi, Jules. <laughs> I'm going to use you now. Thank you for reaching out and for thinking of me. It's great to hear from you. As much as I would love to connect with you, I have a full plate right now as I tackle some key priorities. I apologize. I will not be able to meet with you personally. I'm sorry for any disappointment this may cause. So I, I so appreciate your understanding. Thank you again for the thoughtful invitation. I'm linking to some resources that might be able to help you. And then here is like linked to an online resource or community Mm -hmm. or, you know, an outside referral. I hope they can help. Wish you all the best with X topic. Mm -hmm. Hope this helps. And then you sign it. Like, uh, we just heard so from Jamie's experience at this conference she went to and then I tuned in on a live broadcast about a girl whose mission is to be an abundant resource, okay? Mm-hmm. But abundant, you know, or to be a resource, sometimes you can feel like you're taken advantage of or yes. you can burn out easily from trying to do all the things for everyone. Yep. But here, you're still an abundant resource. You're still yep. a resource for somebody because you're giving them mm-hmm a guide or direction to the next person or next thing that you think is going to help them when you are not able. And especially like with this particular situation, like I'm not able to meet with you personally or like in person Mm -hmm. or a Mm -hmm. chunk of, you know, because he did utilize, um, we'll get to this in a second, about um, customizable Mm. or no. Categorical. Categorical. There we go. (laughs) It's a C. Um, But like, you know, not committing to going out for breakfast meetings mm-hmm. because they can mm-hmm. go super long, right? Yep. You eat the breakfast and then you talk. And maybe you value that morning time with your family exactly. or right. your morning routine. Yeah. So you can still be helpful. Um, so we just also wanted to cover that. Yes, those are like some longer scripts and like those can be used in email. Oh, yeah. I mean, make mainly, it your own. Right, too, make it right? your own. But they could be in person too or like yeah. however yep. you see fit. The voice text, you could do a voice text totally. as well. Um, but these are short Kind, but firm responses. So again, we talk about no is a complete sentence. Mm -hmm. Don't feel like you have to Mm. validate or explain after the no. So these are some here. So in order to honor my other commitment, I'm going to decline. Or as much as I'd love to, I'm afraid I'm not in. I'm so sorry. That's not going to work. I'm not available. Straight up. Straight up. (laughs) Thank you, but I'm going to pass. Right? So again, 
very kind, yep. but very firm. And this is what I'm honoring. And again, if you do the work prior, knowing, you know, what mm-hmm. your priorities mm-hmm. are. And, and then, if you're consistent in these responses too, people are going to learn like yes. that's yes. how you roll, you yep. know, yep. <laughs> and respect that. Yep. So the, um, I was going to say customizable again. It's not that. Categorical. Thank you. I'm like, why can't I think of that? Categorical. So categorical, um, there's, I think, even a word after it that I'm missing. But basically, again, it's deciding, like, certain categories um, that, again, is very clear to you of what you're going to say yes or no to. Mm -hmm. So I had mentioned, like, maybe you say that, you know, for you, it's that I'm not going to commit. It's like, let's say the category is meetings. Okay. So let's start there. So maybe you're not going to commit to breakfast meetings anymore. Or, you know, to Julie's point, maybe you're not going to go to a specific meeting. Like, obviously don't get fired through that. Like if it's, (laughs) if it's uh, mandatory, sometimes you have either, right? Um, Or, you know, maybe it's, oh, this is another one that Carrie shared was, I'm not going to commit to, can I pick your brain meetings anymore? <laughs> but then he said, What's the time he's like, I could have eliminated that completely. But he said, I actually encourage people to do like, maybe it's one, one pick your brain meeting a month. So let's say I go to Jules and be like, Jules, can I pick your brain? You could, Jules could come back and say, I'm committed, to I'm committed or, you know, I'm committed th- this month. I have one opening next month because you only take one you know so good which again if i hear that i'm thinking dang that person values their time yes uses it wisely yes they value my time too you know Mm -hmm. exactly by saying that oh Mm -hmm. that's so good yeah i'm trying to think of some other um category you know things that you know oh yes this is another one so um a friend you know, we've all had been invited to like, it could be a Tupperware party. It could be an essential oil party. And again, like if that's your thing and you're super passionate yeah, about yeah. it, like we're so proud of you. We just know that it's po- it's popular. It's very people, popular. Yeah. But some people, again, feel obligated to, you know, attend those, you know, and support and them. Support and- them. Or, you know, for me, like I, you know, I had an aunt that was, you know, Um, organizes them right but then I would have another person reach out to me and say hey would you like to attend and then I'd be like actually I support or my you know my aunt or my family member is a rep so that's you know that's where I am but he had said like in his situation his friend's wife this was um decided like she was just across the board not going to attend those type of gatherings so she would say you know I'm sorry I don't like support those or I you know I don't attend those but I'd be happy to get coffee with you Mm. you know and I think I could really resonate with that because I'd Mm -hmm. rather connect with somebody over coffee versus you know doing a party like that but again you just have to be so clear on what fills your cup up what you have to know that before you can even put these into practice exactly and Mm -hmm. that's the thing like we hope you find this helpful like this is something that we ourselves are working on Mm -hmm. and like do a like um audit or or not even an audit but like um screenplay it or like oh uh, a role role play play. yes i don't know okay that's why there's somebody because again the more you practice it the easier it's gonna it's gonna you're gonna adopt that language yes i was totally gonna say especially with those short responses yeah just like being in the weight room put in your reps the more you do it you're going to strengthen your confidence yes. muscle to say those firmly yep, yep. and kindly yeah without like question like yeah i'm not available or you'll say <laughs> like, does it sound okay like- sorry this just made me think friends reference yes like when chandler, chandler is trying no to, to break up with someone joanna. and joanna right yeah joanna. Joanna. and like he just like he'll he's firm and then he's like 
but let's do this again sometime. Yes. Like, that's why you have to practice. It's a journey. That is such, I mean, friends reference for everyday life, to. you guys. It just it's right came there. To me. It's yes. right there. Um, so we hope again you find this helpful. Get out there, flex your no muscle in a nice way. And no, no is a complete sentence. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.